Welcome to the Sober Podcast brought to you by the Sober Network. My name is Carrie Donahue. I'm here with Pat Simons from right outside Vancouver, Canada to talk more about his journey with sober coaching and life in general. How are you doing today, Pat? I'm warm. It's delightfully (laughs) dry and warm outside Vancouver, unusually hot. I love it. (laughs) That sounds awesome. Um, Now tell me a little bit more about what you do and who you are. Yes, thank you. Super super happy to be here. Um, I appreciate sober um, the Sober Network and Carrie's time here asking me to, to do this. I really appreciate it. It's a great organization. Um, I got involved with the Sober Network. I did my recovery coach training back in 2019. Uh, about this time, actually. It took me um, about half a year. Um, and I did it, uh, I was working full time and I, I found them online, had some great conversations with Dr. Jonas and it was the one I chose to do. And I haven't looked back yet. And it's really put me on a, a new trajectory, um, in my life. So yeah. Did you want me to kind of get a little bit into the background of how I got there? Yes, that would be great. All right. Okay. Um, so I'm in recovery myself. Um, and fifth, you know, late, late teens, um, into my early mid thirties, it was all about, um, you know, drinking and using substances. Hey, I was really lost in my life. Um, there were some good times, you know, I traveled and I lived in ski towns, uh, being Whistler, British Columbia being one of them, the largest ski resort in North America. So, um, as your listeners can imagine, if, if anyone's been to a ski town, it's party town as well. Um, and it was, uh, it was a great place. I didn't know I had an addiction or alcoholism at the time. Um, I, so I didn't know I was hiding anything, but it, it was a great place to hide um, that addiction, right? Uh, in the ski towns. And I, I moved around a lot, moved to different ski towns. Um, I, I, I lived up in the oil rigs up in Northern Alberta. I really was flailing through life. Um, you know, living paycheck to paycheck, old beater cars, um, no direction, no purpose. Um, I always had good friends, always kept in touch with my family, which I still have good relationships with now on the outside. I looked pretty good, you know, fairly high functioning as they say, as that, you know, there's kind of a, that, that word, a high functioning addict or alcoholic. I always had a job um, many, many, many jobs, mind you, but I was just dead inside, completely lost. Um, and, and I struggled for a long time up until, uh, my mid thirties when I was living with somebody and, and she was the only person in my life, um, that said, you know, you, you need help. Right. Um, I was about to welcome, she was pregnant at the time and, uh, it was time, right? Like I was going to be a father at the age of, uh, um, about 36, I was going to be a father for the first time. And I had an ultimatum to, to get my, get my heads, uh, straight or potentially not see my, my daughter much, eh? Um, or be a non-existent father. And I, I couldn't do that. Right. That was against my values and my morals. So I really hesitantly, I must say, hesitantly went to treatment. Um, I did complete a 90 day program, uh, in the city of Vancouver, Canada back in 2016. Um, and it changed my life. Um, I've only went to treatment once. It completely um, changed my life. It gave me all the answers I had been searching for um, since I was a young boy, right? It gave me peace, serenity. Um, It was an overwhelming experience. Um, 
and it was very humbling and um, just an amazing feeling. Uh, I recommend any listener, if they have a loved one um, that may be struggling or any listeners that are struggling and they've never been to treatment and they're very curious about it, 150% give it a shot or get your loved one into treatment. Um, it will change your life. Um, I, I guarantee you. Um, so yeah, I'm a big advocate of, uh, addiction, uh, treatment facilities. Um, so yeah, uh, I was sharing a little bit here off the air with Carrie, kind of how I got into coaching now. Um, up in Canada, we were, were blessed, um, fathers, uh, and mothers to have a, a paternity leave. So I actually had eight, nine months off post treatment, um, to help raise my infant daughter. And I had a lot of time on my own with my daughter. Um, and I really decided, um, I wanted to help people. Eh? I have a business hospitality tourism background, always with people, um, very outgoing personality, some business acumen. Um, I have some entrepreneurial abilities and interests, but I didn't know where to focus that. Um, I started working as a community support worker in, um, with de de developmentally, uh, delayed people. So handicap, um, I don't like to use that word too often, but um, I did that for six months. Um, it wasn't, wasn't the job for me, but I know it was the helping field and I had my foot in the door. I looked around for addiction counseling, certificates and diplomas, and having an infant daughter, um, you know, post-bankruptcy, post-rehab, I don't have a lot of money and I don't have a lot of time. So formal education was out the door. Um, I really wanted, I was thinking about addiction counseling or even looking into starting a nonprofit society for which I can touch on a little bit later if if time allows. Yes, I was kind great. of an, I was kind of stuck. I didn't know what how to get higher education without the formal piece of paper to hang on my on my wall. Right, um, I had a two year diploma um, from previous uh, employment or sorry previous uh, education when I was younger, but I just needed that extra boost to kind of get me into the field of mental health and addictions. I interviewed and spoke to many um, uh, recovery coach schools uh, in America. Canada does not, to my knowledge, current knowledge, um, definitely not three years ago, Canada does not train recovery coaches um, pretty much all through the States. Um, so I, I touched oh, wow. On, it's There's no training program there at all? Not that I'm aware of, um, unless somebody messages you or me <laughs> later that I can um, um, tell me differently. Maybe down in the Toronto area, but I had a really hard time um, finding a Canadian tra training organization for recovery coaching. So oh I, with my, I did a lot of research, you know, for a few months, um, talking to people um, that ran these schools, and Sober Network was was the the golden the golden ticket. Um, Absolutely, we're an education provider for CCAF. Yes, yes, you are. And CCAF, remind me, I can never get the acronym right. Canadian. <laughs> Counselor Addiction Certification. Canadian Addiction Counselors uh, cert Certification, I believe. Yes. Foundation. That's it. Possibly. That's it. Yes. So yeah, that, that attracted me. Um, Dr. Jonas is just an awesome human being. Um, we had several phone calls um, before I had registered. He was extremely helpful. He was always there answering my emails. I mean, it would be 9, 10, 11 o'clock on the East Coast, and he's answering my emails returning voicemails. Um, very helpful. I had a really good feeling from uh, Dr. Jonas. Um, oh. So yeah. And, and the price point too, I, I believe sober network has really priced their product. Well, um, they're not at the very high end. They're not at the bottom. So it was an attractive price. The value is definitely there. Um, it took me, like I say, about five to six months at my own pace. Um, you could do it. You could probably do it 
quicker. I chose not to. Um, I, I really immersed myself in it. And so that would have been around August 2019, I got uh, the certification from the all, absolutely all, all access amazing. So you've been yeah. a coach since August of 2019. I've been a certified coach for them. That's- I've been, my coaching practice is fairly new. It has taken me a couple of years to um, get my feet under me to get, to get moving. Mm-hmm. Um, have you overcome, had to overcome any obstacles to be successful within this, the industry that you're in and had to apply the, the curriculum that you learned in the coaching program at all? Definitely. I mean, as, as we all know, there's always obstacles when you try something new, right? Always obstacles. Um, I hope this doesn't sound cheesy or corny. Keep going, especially in your recovery. Keep going and keep going, keep going. Um, if you have a goal or a vision or you want to stay sober, you got to just go. You have to make goals. And my goal um, in 2019, I want to be self-employed. I'm not fully self-employed yet. It's going to take time. Um, you asked about obstacles. Um, without the formal mental health and addiction education, formal when I say from an accredited university or college, it was kind of warming employers up to the idea of the recovery coach. In Canada, the recovery coach is very niche still. It's not very well known what a recovery coach is. So I would have mm-hmm. to explain that to employers, explain it on my resume. Um, that was definitely an obstacle. Um, oh, wow. They don't know what coaching is. They Not recovery. Life coaching, business coaching executive for sure. Okay. A so lot of the time. Sorry, everywhere ahead. like it is in the States. No, no, it's not. Oh, and I wow. did a lot of my research. Um, I, I very well researched the recovery coaching movement in the States. I've got a couple of the books. I've read William White's um, monologues, who's very preeminent, as you probably know, in the States on recovery mm-hmm. coaching and recovery management model. So I filled my head with that knowledge. And I've been, so that was one of the obstacles of getting that information out. Um, so that was definitely an obstacle. And then current obstacles now that I've officially started my coaching business uh, in January of this year. Like any small business, um, networking, marketing, email campaigns, uh, COVID's obviously been restricting some of that, but I'm actively still in the marketing and networking phase. I do have clients, but um, some of the obstacles are the marketing and networking and then getting people in the community, A, to know me and B, to learn about recovery coaching. Are you doing mostly coaching within Canada or do you go all over? Currently in Canada only. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm partnered with a fairly large, um, popular private treatment organization off the coast of Vancouver. It's up in a rural area. Um, It is a private facility. So I've actually contracted with them um, to offer private aftercare coaching. And they're all, all those clients are scattered pretty much on the West coast, Calgary, um, sorry, Alberta and British Columbia, uh, which are the Western provinces. And those are the ones I'm focusing on now. Amazing. Now, I know you're just starting out, but has there been a client that you've had so far that's touched your heart or has changed your business or made an impact on you? Yes, definitely. Um, I've had, I've had not all clients want to complete the aftercare coaching, right? As the statistics, as we know, people coming out of a treatment or even an early recovery, there's a lot, there's a lot of relapses. Um, so even 
coaching the clients that I'm given by the, um, the treatment center, I'm not engaging with all of them. I might get a phone call or an email and then poof, they disappear, which is a little bit hard to take, but it's understandable considering where people are at in early recovery. So to answer your question, it's the clients that I've been able to complete all of their aftercare coaching with. And when I'm checking in with them every two to four weeks, the growth that they've had, and we're talking early, early recovery, but like the growth that they've carried from the treatment center and then in between our coaching sessions has been really humbling and really, really special um, to get have these guys wanting to engage with me, engaging with the information, the material, materials and resources that I send to them after our coaching session. We'd have discussions about it. Um, a couple of my clients have came on um, privately. Um, they're, now I'm coaching them privately. Mm-hmm. And it's just that level of engagement is really fascinating. When in some of those coaching calls, they're saying some of the people they've went to treatment with have already relapsed and they're back in treatment. Um, so those are some really positive examples of um, some work that I've been doing. Wow, that's absolutely amazing. So you actually get to stay in their lives and continue to be a positive impact um, even after they've completed at their aftercare program. Definitely. Where recovery that's coaching, great. that's where the niche is, right? That That's where mm-hmm. we are needed and uh, where, where recovery coaches, sober coaches are, are needed. And there's a gap in service, in my opinion. That's absolutely phenomenal and that you're getting out there and already making a difference in people's lives. Appreciate that. I believe I am. Oh, you're welcome. Um, now, I know you said you had goals for the future on going out on your own. Do you have a five-year plan or any specific set of goals, like taking out the, the goal setting from the our curriculum? Definitely. Definitely. That's a great question. Um, yeah, so I, I, I am coaching on a casual basis as I start to grow my business, right? I, one thing I will preface saying do the course, or if you're interested in the sober coaching course that they offer, do it. Um, it's amazing. You're going to learn a lot. Don't expect you to become a coach overnight, right? Obviously. Um, you're not going to go make business cards and become a coach tomorrow, right? It's it's going to take time. So in my case, um, this is tied to the question of the five-year plan, um, which is quite fascinating. I, or We were discussing it earlier off the, off the podcast. The recovery coach certificate helped me get into the field. So I didn't have the formal education, but the recovery coach certificate from Sober Network actually got my foot in the door with the youth treatment center. I've been working with that employer for almost two years. um, And recently I've taken another full-time position at a men's addiction treatment center. And I've been a a program support worker at both employers for the last two years. So what I'm doing is I'm really scaling myself up, building... um, building my skill set essentially I'm offering groups I'm doing groups with men I'm doing case management which is very transferable into private coaching so I, I intend to stay with this program support worker position at the treatment center until I can go out on my own I'm going to be ambitious um, and say in the next 24 months I'd like to be fully self-employed um, I, I, I know a couple other coaches successful coaches in the Vancouver area and they tell me it's completely possible obviously with a lot of hard work, marketing and networking, um, continuing at my day job, but coaching during the evening, some weekends. And I have a plan. You asked for five-year plan. So two-year plan is to become self-employed. Um, and then five-year plan, I don't know. The sky's the limit. 
That is absolutely phenomenal. That that gives me hope, and I hope it gives our listeners hope as well. Um, now, what makes you feel inspired or able to be your best self? Wow. I love these questions. <laughs> this is important stuff. This is important. I really hope no one can yes, hear my, uh, my, my oven beeping in the background. It's just something I have on the stove. It's fine. <laughs> I apologize. Um, inspired. I love it. I love it. I've always been an outdoors guy. Um, in my addiction, however, did um, take a lot of my uh, pleasures away, as it does. Um, if there's any listeners out there that knows what I'm talking about. So I've really tapped into my my nature, my love for outdoor activity and fitness. Um, things that inspire me um, on that level, mountains, uh, hiking in the mountains, skiing in the mountains, uh, golfing, um, just be riding my mountain bike, right? Just that That's where I get my fuel from. And then on the other side, professionally, is working with youth and men, Um that are that are struggling with addiction and trying to get sober right it's very inspiring there's some obviously some sad days and you know we lose we lose clients but on the other end of it we get to watch people change their lives change right pretty much before your eyes Definitely. right so that's yeah. that's huge inspi- um, inspiration for me you sound like you're very you're reaping the rewards out of what you do for a living and it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, do you have a greatest achievement as a coach? Yes. I mean, so far, as I have mentioned, I started uh, getting this online in um, uh, January this year. So the biggest achievement thus far, I guess would be my first client. But even before that was when the treatment center that agreed to partner with me um, sent me a contract, an official contract, um, you know, and so that was huge signing that contract as an official contractor and then also purchasing my business insurance uh when i purchased the business insurance and getting that contract was in about the same week i that was official right so that was a huge achievement um i set this goal this dream um in play at around 2019 took me a couple years to uh to make it happen and and it did did you go go out and celebrate or do anything special for achieving your first client and getting your business insurance and everything together. This goes back to my other inspiration. It probably went and did a trail run and crushed my time. <laughs> That's All right? awesome. I just pushed myself <laughs> kind of physically. It's amazing for our mental health. And that is what inspires me and makes me feel good today. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah. Um, now compared to other coaches, programs or any other programs that you've seen out there how has the sober coaches program been different um what at my own pace for sure which is super important um being at my own pace um there wasn't um like some of the courses have um, webinars or you have to you know hook into online yeah webinars or conferences or anything that personally didn't fit my schedule um and it didn't fit just didn't fit my lifestyle at the time. I'm a very, I, I learn at my own pace. I learn uh, out of books and, and reading. So that's one aspect of it. I like the open-ended timeline. There was no deadline to finish it. I, I didn't have, I don't have to go to a, a classroom. Um, and it was all online. Like there was no book or nothing to tote around. I actually traveled for work. I was taking ferries, uh, car ferries um, off the coast here. So when I was on the ferry working my day job, I would be working away um, on the ferry. So it was 
you know, just like a lot of other distance education courses, that was a huge plus. And then just the support that I got from um, Dr. Jonas, um, whenever I had Mm -hmm. questions or clarification, he was always there, you know, there wasn't any, yeah. Um, I I have a sense it's you know, a smaller organization, but that's also, it was very personalized. So that was huge. That's absolutely amazing. I'm glad to hear that. Um, Now, how has your life changed since you started coaching or working in the industry? Hmm. So many, so many ways, you know what I have, I have had a couple of close friends uh, recently asked me that, eh? Um, for when I kind of first answered this question to a couple of people in the last month, I actually got a little emotional and um, it's actually the first time probably since the mid two thousands um, before my addiction had taken hold. I had a really mm-hmm. enjoyable job around 2005, right? Up until 2005, I was really in a fairly good place um, with my job and I was really happy and fulfilled. I have not had that same level of fulfillment and joy and purpose and direction until recently, I would say in the last six months. And that's, that's a wow. huge statement, right? So that was 2005 to 2021. Um, and that was directly related to this recovery coach certification. Like I wouldn't be sitting where I am today if I didn't do this recovery coach certification. Um, so my, it's impacted my life tremendously. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. It makes such a big difference when you're doing something just as a job versus doing something that you actually love to do and that's fulfilling and you're passionate about. So I agree. And and I'm really glad to hear that. A a very small piece to add to that. Mm -hmm. Um, Service, work, um, serving other people, right? Um, I have to add that. Um, I've always kind of been in the service industry. Um, as I had mentioned previously, hospitality tourism, not not nearly the same um, of what I'm doing now. And I recommend like anyone thinking about getting into service work, social work, addictions, mental health. It's challenging. Um, you know, people people do pass away. This this is a disease. Um, you know, uh, it kills people as we know, right? So you have to prepare yourself for that. But one thing I've learned in my in my recovery. Um, a common message I always hear through listening to other podcasts, reading a lot of mental health, um, business books, serve other people. And it's, I, I, I say this because people in recovery, I believe will almost get more out of it of serving other people. Um, because it, it, you really get out of yourself and it makes you feel purposeful, um, and very content of, of serving other people, less fortunate. Um, I don't want to make that sound cliche at all because it's, it's true. No, it doesn't. It's I, I know from personal experience that it's the, probably the most rewarding feeling that you can get. Um, now, would you recommend the sober coaches training to others that want to get involved in the industry? Definitely. Definitely. Uh, it's a, it's the first step, right? Um, mm-hmm. Definitely. It's, 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 for me, it was the first step. It's not the last step. Um, another thing that sober coaching uh, course did it. A, it opened my mind um, into the motivational interviewing, case management. Um, the content was amazing. I actually printed out all of the sheets and coursework. I asked Doctor. Oh, wow, Jones. he did. He did <laughs> it was okay. I'm not sharing it or putting it online, but he's like, go ahead. 
and the uh-huh. binder is about that thick. I'm holding my hands up. The binder is about six to eight inches thick. There's a lot of content there. Okay. So I, I, I go back and reference the content often. Um, but it's, it, I do use it every day. Um, but since, because of what I learned in that course, I have went on to learn additional uh, skills, um, with motivational interviewing, um, and adverse childhood experiences, uh, childhood trauma, um, all the other things that have to do with addiction and mental health, um, got introduced to me in the sober network course. And then I kind of picked and cho- picked and choose, uh, the components that really interested me and started to learn and get more training and certificates based on that. And I hope to continue that until I'm 60 years old. That's awesome. That's so great to hear that. Now, is there anything that you would recommend for others in the industry to have successful careers as a coach? Don't give up. No, don't give up. It's hard. I mean, starting a new business, right, is hard. Um, as we always hear, whether you're selling furniture or paper towel, it's it's hard, right? Um networking is key. Um, I personally, I've always been a, a good network networker. I've always, I've had, I have some sales skills. Um, mm-hmm. you have to get out of your comfort zone. Um, you may certain parts of the States, like up here in Canada, most of Canada, people may not know what recovery coaching is. Um, go, go at those people or organizations with a lot of passion, bring a lot of passion and excitement and information to people. This is what a recovery coach is. This is what a recovery coach can do. And this is how I can help your clients work with you and your clients or your organization um, and explain that there's a a gap in service of post-care treatment and and just come from a place of passion and in service like I've already mentioned. Um, Yeah, I hope that does that kind of answer your question? Absolutely. Like I I love your energy and your passion for for this industry and helping others. And I've always known that like passing along energy to somebody else can be so important. And those of you that can't see us, we're actually on a zoom call. Um, (laughs) And (laughs) I can, I can feel the energy and passion just through video. So I can only imagine what it's like when you're out there networking in person. Well, and working with clients too, right? One-on-one the, the feedback, um, and leaving at the end of the day or, or, or leaving a coaching call at the end of the day, just, it lights you up, right? It almost gives me a mm-hmm. high, right? It, 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 the more coaching and working with people in mental health and addictions, the farther and farther and farther away, uh, away I, I get from my addiction, right? I'm pretty solid in my recovery or very solid in my recovery. As we know, a relapse can kind of come out of nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. but the more I work with people, it fires me up inside um, and just sharing information, right? Sharing experience, strength, and hope. Sharing about recovery, my recovery journey, but also the skills that the, the, this course teaches you. It will. It just lights me up, and it can light anyone else up that's interested. Um, and then one, just a, a last, another little piece about your last question there. Do the course, but also continue like I kind of did. Don't don't do everything I did. You don't have to, but I highly recommend expanding your education, right? Um, there's a lot of courses online that you can do for a few hundred bucks here, a couple hundred bucks there. Um, and just, just build your resume that way, which will help buffer your recovery coach certification. Right. So I just wanted to add that piece. Absolutely Amazing. Thank you. Well, now I have one more question for you, Pat. Um, any listeners out there that want to get in touch with you regarding your services or just 
if they have general questions, how can they reach you? For sure. Yeah. Just even you want to talk to me. Hey, how do what do you do for your coaching? Any questions? It can be any recovery, recovery business related. Um, I'm more than happy to talk to people. Um, so I have a Instagram page. Balance. My company is called Balance. B-A-L-A-N-C-E, like you're balancing. So balance recovery coaching. And my website is therecoverycoach.ca. All one word, therecoverycoach.ca, no hyphens. Um, .ca is our Canadian version of .com, but you can find us around the world. Um, my email is Patrick, my full name, Patrick at therecoverycoach.ca. And then I also have a Facebook page under the same um, balance recovery coaching. So those are the ways to follow me online. I've, I'm still getting into the networking and the marketing, like I had mentioned. So I have a couple posts, a couple blogs up right now. I'm not super active, but every couple of weeks I put something up. You will see a lot of nature. I tie a lot of nature metaphors into recovery. You might find some interest there, inspiration. Um, yeah. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Pat, for joining us on the Sober Network po- Sober Podcast today. It's been an honor having you. Um, I would agree. Oh, with, thank you. And likewise. please visit, if you're interested in the coaching program, please visit SoberCoaches.info or visit Sober.com for any addiction recovery needs. And thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And I, I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, you asking me the questions. And uh, for those of you out there listening, I really appreciate uh, you lending an ear. Wonderful. Thanks, Pat. You're welcome. Thank you.